This is Tim Tapp, the ever-so-humble and mostly peaceful host of Tap Into The Truth that you can hear right here, K-Star, ZMA, and the Vera Networks. Command codes verified. Is it a crucial stage? It's not because of foreign wars we wage. It's more to do with the colors blue and red. Too many laws and too much government. Can you tell me where the Constitution went? The Bill of Rights is just hanging by a thread. So many people try to cross the border. Politicians build a new world order. Today's broadcast of Tapping to the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing, with all the usual caveats, of course. With you as always, I'm your ever so humble and mostly peaceful host, Tim Tap, coming to you from historic Rome County, Tennessee, and I'm coming to you live. If you happen to be listening on the K Star Talk Radio Network, if you happen to be listening on ZMA Radio, if you happen to be tuned in on WCETFM in beautiful Columbia, South Carolina, if you're listening to any part of the Vera Network, then welcome aboard. Glad to have you here. Thanks for joining us and hang on to your socks because, well, we're scheduled to have some interesting guests. Uh, of course, we're scheduled to be joined uh once again, for just the second time, actually, Mr. Brandon Weichert. Uh, he, of course, is a political analyst, and he is the author of Biohacked, China's Race to Control Life. Uh, initially, we were going to be discussing the effort by NATO to fast-track Ukraine's membership. 
once conditions are met. And we'll still talk about that just a little bit. But there's a new topic that's arisen that I definitely want to talk to him about, and that has to do with the fact that it would appear that China is preparing to bring on a cyber Pearl Harbor style attack, which may be tied into some other stuff. So we'll talk a, a little bit about that as well. I'm also scheduled to be joined by the president and head publisher of Dark Horse uh, Publications. Uh, we're talking about Mr. Tony Lyons, and uh, he's going to be joining us to talk about how the White House is still claiming to support a free press while they're literally in the middle of censoring the press. And so with that, that will get us through the first hour, and then we're scheduled to be joined uh, late in the second hour by Mr. Ron Edwards. So uh, hopefully we will have a fun-filled, action-packed evening all the way through. After all, what could possibly go wrong, right? It's only live radio. <laughs> okay, before we dive into anything at all, want to remind you about our friends over at Four Patriots. Uh, right now, if you are in need of adding to your survival food kit supplies, get your backup that's good for 25 years and tastes just absolutely great. Not just good for survival food, but good period, uh, nobody's got you covered better. Uh, there are other folks in the survival business, in the prepping business. Everybody does survival food kits. Nobody does them quite like Four Patriots. And so let me recommend that you go visit fourpatriots.com and see what it is they're offering. You can't possibly go wrong. You need to be prepared. That's for sure. Uh, between Bidenomics and sending more troops to Europe, you know, completely committed to Ukraine uh, and everything going on with China as well. Let me tell you, if you're not getting prepared, it better be because you're already prepared. Otherwise, you got some work to do. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to encourage you. Get yourself ready. Uh, hard times are coming. Uh, there are almost always some on the horizon. Uh, I don't see things getting much better until they get a lot worse. Uh, fingers crossed that I'm wrong on that. Worst case scenario, you got food for 25 years. Okay, you got some time to hang on to it, but do it. And they've got other great stuff too. So go check them out for patriot.com. Use promo code TAP, T A P P, at checkout to save yourself 10%. That's the number four, patriot.com. Use promo code TAP, T A P P. Save yourself some money. We are, after all, talking about Bidenomics. All right, so uh, speaking of Bidenomics, wouldn't it be great if we got rid of Joe Biden? One of the headlines, uh, I'm just going to do a few quick hits before our first guess. One of the headlines that kept popping up multiple places has a lot to do with this story uh, that has to do with reporting that happened over at CNN. Evidently, uh, and you know, you're welcome to chime in, all of you, if any of you are surprised by this. After all, a lot of people, myself included, have been kind of hinting that this was a strong possibility all along, but... Evidently, several top Democrats are, again, according to CNN and a report that they had, reaching out to rising stars in the party. And they're telling them that Joe Biden isn't running for re-election. Now, that's 
probably news to Joe Biden because that's what he's telling everybody. It's probably news to the people that are supposed to be working for the Biden campaign. Uh, in fact, we'll get to that. They had a response. But according to CNN, these top Democrats and donors, they've reached out to, quote, possible replacements for Biden and have had conversations with these people about getting into the race because Biden is struggling in the White House. Well, who is surprised by the fact that he's struggling? Uh, shouldn't be anybody. We all expected it, right? Anyway, numerous polls are out there showing that Biden struggles against the top two Republican Party presidential candidates. We're, of course, talking about the orange man who's bad and uh, the current governor of the state of Florida and Ron DeSantis. Those who are placing the calls, you know, trying to recruit would-be replacements, uh, these these people are telling them that despite what Biden is saying, despite what the people working for Biden are saying, that uh, launching this campaign, that he's not actually going to run. Now, Biden's team, of course, has pushed back. They're saying that he was absolutely running and that he's taking campaign preparations very seriously. Uh, I hope at least a little more seriously than he took his uh, visit to NATO. The Democrats, who has seemingly tried to raise their national profile recently, uh, especially as Biden's stumbling, both literally and figuratively, is, of course, Gavin Newsom. We've been talking about how Gavin has been running a, a stealth campaign where he's not really looking to challenge Biden, but he's kind of got his finger crossed that uh, he's going to get sandbagged again, only this time, instead of potentially breaking a hip, he will actually break his neck. Uh, he's hoping that Biden just crumples up and blows away. He wants to run for president, and he knows his window is very small. So Newsom, who's only 55, uh, just a young whippersnapper in comparison to our last few presidents, he's repeatedly taking shots at Ron DeSantis. He was recently featured in Fox News special interview with Sean Hannity. He spent millions of dollars left over from his 2022 gubernatorial campaign to boost fellow Democrats for 2024. And he will be visiting red states in an attempt to help boost turnout for Democrats. The man's doing everything that a serious campaigner's doing, except declaring. Now, those who CNN spoke with, who also included numerous senior Democratic advisors, say that they're concerned about the slow pace of Biden's campaign. What are they expecting? What Democrats who are still behind Biden are banking on is that voters will be motivated more by their hatred of Donald Trump than their love of Joe Biden. Uh, that's what they were counting on in the first place. The first go around, the first time these two went head to head, that's why they ran the basement campaign. But the problem is the average voting base from the Democratic Party is not going to settle for another basement campaign. They need to see this guy out there. They need to see a level of energy that we've not seen from Joe Biden for more than two seconds for those really famous two-second jogs he does. Uh, again, that's how long the cocaine is lasting. And so what we are facing is 
this situation where rumors continue to abound. And to me, this reporting, this marvelous, serious reporting from CNN is still probably a case of wishful thinking more so than anything that's a serious news item. Because let's face facts, as much as the Democratic Party wants to overthrow Biden, if Gavin Newsom is the best they've got on the bench, and sadly at this moment in time kind of looks like it is because they're not about to, to let RFK Jr. Uh, have the limelight. He, he's too much of a wild card. He still won't just do exactly what he's told by the party. Um, well, they're kind of stuck. Something will have to happen to Joe Biden before they can move into Gavin Newsom. Something will have to happen to Joe Biden. And it's kind of sad that I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people with a D at the end of their name. Not the average voting American, mind you, but a lot of office holders and political advisors that are kind of sitting at home uh, with a, a black candle lit, sitting in the middle of a pentagram chanting some Latin incantation, hoping to send some bad juju Biden's way just so they don't have to do something more drastic. They're not going to be any better off if they do. All right. Anyway. Just, uh, I guess, a bit of fan fiction from CNN. Let's transition, ladies and gentlemen, shall we? We do have our first guest of the evening. Uh, you may remember him from about a month ago was the first time that he joined us. He is a political commentator. He is the author of the fantastic book, Biohacked, China's Race to Control Life. And uh, it seems like his primary purpose for joining us last time had to do with the trip to China made by the Biden administration, uh, particularly uh, Joe looking to do it. Now we get to talk about another trip involving uh, <laughs> the Biden administration. So we'll talk a little bit about the NATO summit. But I do want to get to this idea about a cyber Pearl Harbor because I know our guest has some stuff to say about that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Uh, he is a man – that if you haven't been paying attention to his work, you've really been missing out. Look him up. Find his stuff. It's great. Mr. Brandon Witchard. Uh, Brandon, first of all, thank you so much for uh, joining us once again. And how are you doing this evening? Well, thank you so much for uh, having me. And uh, I'm doing great. And uh, I thank you for that wonderful introduction. Well, I, I promise truth on this show, so I try not to exaggerate, and uh, when keeping it real for certain guests, it still sounds pretty daggum good, and in your case, I think it suits you well. Uh, the book is fantastic, sir, and uh, uh, dare I say it's probably not even your best work overall, <laughs> but you, you do a lot of good stuff, sir. Um, Let's let's take a quick look at the NATO summit. Uh, obviously, yeah. especially with Biden now making this announcement that he's calling up 3,000 reserve troops uh, to try yeah. to help sure things up in this training capacity in Europe right after he's made these promises to support Ukraine yeah. for whatever it takes. Uh, it feels to me like we're still spiraling towards yet a more dangerous yeah. situation. We're creeping closer to a more involved, more uh, worldwide conflict involving Ukraine. But 
the idea of NATO looking to fast track uh, Ukraine membership to me, I. I don't want to sound negative towards Ukraine or non-supportive towards their need to be independent and free from Russia. But at the same time, I do like right. the idea of having a Ukraine buffer between Europe yeah. and Russia. So what are your thoughts right. on the so-called fast track when conditions are met? Yeah, well, the first thing is it's kind of funny, the conflicting reports we had coming out of Vilnius, which is where they had the summit, the NATO summit. Um, you know, we, we were t told by the press uh, that Zelensky was very upset because he felt that Biden had basically backstabbed him and had basically, you know, humiliated him by saying that, you know, we're not going to welcome you into NATO just yet. But then at the same time, we then uh, deploy these 3,000 or deploying these 3,000 troops. Um, you know, we are doubling down on the cluster munitions we're sending uh, to Ukraine, and it just sounds like we are uh, talking out of both sides of our mouth on this issue. And this is a very important issue. I realize that many Americans aren't really clued into what's going on. That's largely because our media has done a very good job of hiding what's going on. The fact of the matter is the reason that um, NATO did not openly embrace Ukraine uh, is because Ukraine is losing. And um, they, are, they are struggling on the battlefield. And I say this with all due deference. I'm not pro-Russia at all. But it is a fact that the Ukrainians are now starting to falter. Um, and we can give them all the equipment in the world, but they just literally are running out of men. The Russians are attriting them. They're engaged in attritional warfare, which is just bleed out the Ukrainians. Um, and then once the Ukrainians are bled out, the Russians are going to just walk right in. Um, and that's what's going on. And then you mentioned also this, this idea of a buffer state. That is exactly what both we after the Cold War and the Russians agreed to. That was part of the, Bu the Bucharest memo uh, that was signed that basically became the law, international law, which basically said that Ukraine will be free and independent. It will be its own entity, but it will not go into NATO because to do so would trigger Russian aggression. Um, and I would just remind your audiences that since George W. Bush, we've been flirting with trying to get Ukraine into NATO. We did it with Georgia as well. And in both cases, the Russians told us, if you guys try this, we're going to war. And in both cases, that is precisely what happened. So that's where we're at. And I, unfortunately, it's not looking good for Ukraine the longer this war drags out. Yeah. But, I mean, it it's a bit of a miracle they've held on as long as they have, quite honestly. Uh, Russia had projected yeah. a lot more power than they had, uh, is what a lot of analysts are now telling us. I, I still tend to think that Russia didn't exactly hit them with everything they had to try to do a, yeah. a uh, full-blown blitzkrieg because they wanted a lot of – the infrastructure to remain in place. They wanted a lot of the farmland to remain because a yeah. lot of this too uh, appeared to me, and you can correct me if you think I'm wrong on this, but it, it seemed like Russia was also at a place where their economy was faltering. They were going to have a hard time feeding all the Russian people. They needed the food and the farming capability that the yeah. breadbasket of Eastern Europe, Ukraine, yeah. uh, could supply to them. Uh, and I think that was a factor too. So they didn't want to just come in and and do all the dastardly things that uh, a horrific, full-blown, blitzkrieg type of battlefield would do. Is that accurate, right. too? 
Yeah, and in fact, uh, for the in the beginning of the conflict, Putin was referring to this as a special military operation. He had only deployed a fraction of the forces that he really needed to have a shot at taking the country. We saw the the very bad fruits for 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 him uh, when he couldn't take Kiev. Uh, you know, he struggled, and the Ukrainians, much to their credit, were able to mount an effective defense, and that really saved Ukraine. The problem was that once they pushed the Russians away from Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, the problem was that the United States and Britain began urging the Ukrainians to go on the offensive. And, uh, you know, the Ukrainians are not well equipped and they're not well positioned to be able to go on the offensive where they're hitting these very hardened Russian positions in eastern Ukraine and the Crimea. And so they basically are, it's like an unstoppable force meeting an immovable object. They're running into this wall of Russian resistance and it's doing more damage to the Ukrainians than it is to the Russians. And so now the Russians have basically made sort of like their halftime adjustments. They've figured out that, okay, we, we didn't do it right in the beginning. They now have this new general who's the commander of the airborne forces. He's being brought in. The rumor is that he's being elevated to overall commander of the war. This guy is vicious. This guy was the guy that was able to take Bakhmut. This guy is a vicious, vicious guy, and he's taking over the whole thing. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's very unfortunate that we did not urge the Ukrainians to sue for peace after they protected Kiev. That would have been the time, and it, there is evidence to suggest that the Russians were open to it then, but Boris Johnson, who was then the prime minister of the U.K., and the Americans were pressuring Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, to not negotiate, and now here we are. Yeah. Uh, it, it's still very surprising to me about how receptive certain member states of NATO are to the idea of welcoming Ukraine and trying to do the fast track uh, once conditions are met. And the fact that these conditions are set in such a way, it's, it just, I don't know, I'm left scratching my head thinking that it's kind of counterproductive to a lot of what the European Union has in mind. Uh, it's almost as if it's designed to try to continue conflict in the region. Yeah, uh, and you know, I, of course, I have theories about that. I, I have my fair share yeah. of tinfoil hats, Brandon. I have to admit, <laughs> this is a case where I bring one out. But that aside, the people that are trying to support Ukraine membership immediately—it's almost as if they don't understand that that immediately triggers uh, a full-blown, full-scale war with Russia, and it would not just be with Russia, would it? No, it wouldn't. It would involve the Chinese. It would involve the Iranians. The Iranians have already said that they will be deploying their, their elite forces to back up the Russians if it escalates into full-blown war between NATO and, and Russia. Uh, the North Koreans are feeding Russia all this extra ammunition, and I realize you sort of chuckle, but, but the fact is that every little bit helps. The Russians have been able, you know, for six months now, all I hear every day are people saying, Putin's going to collapse, Russia's going to collapse, they're going to run out of weapons. That's not the case. Um, the Wall Street Journal a few days ago finally had to admit that, in fact, the Russians are completely self-sufficient and they can withstand, they can sustain uh, building weapons and missiles and all the equipment they need to wage the war indefinitely. It's the United States and NATO that are being depleted. Um, and uh, when it comes to these Eastern European normally 
uh, uh, NATO members that seem to be gung ho about accepting Ukraine. You know, I do a lot. I, I've done a lot of work with the Polish government. I, I love Poland. I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of Poland. Um, I, I always sort of think that I, I, my my view is that they are so fixated on the, the bad blood and the bad history uh, between their countries in Eastern Europe and Russia, understandably so, that it sometimes blinds them and that they actually do, these Eastern European countries, in some cases, do want to go to war now with the Russians. I've had many generals. As you know, I travel the country and I brief uh, military leaders all the time. And I've had many generals look at me. They disagree with me and with my take on Ukraine. And they very often will tell me that uh, they'll, they'll look at me dumbfounded and they'll say, uh, well, we're bleeding Russia, so why, why, why don't you see how beneficial that is? We, we keep this going. We'll bleed Russia dry. And I keep telling them, you're not bleeding Russia dry. You're strengthening Russia. You're bleeding us dry. And by the way, the longer and more committed that we are in Ukraine, the more window of opportunities there are for China and Iran in their respective parts of the world. And you're already starting to see those two countries make big, bold moves uh, because they know the Americans are tied down. And so this is a nightmare scenario for us. Yeah. Yeah, the the scariest aspect is exactly how close Russia and China uh, have become since the issue in Ukraine began. Because previous to this moment, these are two folks that probably could have never really been aligned. But working against NATO, and in particular the United States, that's a plus for China. And China's kind of sitting in the catbird seat here. They've been making stealth moves for decades now. They are a declared enemy of the United States. They've declared it, uh, not us. And it's just one of those situations where all you have to do is listen to what they're saying, and you know the reality. And that kind of brings me to this other topic uh, in the news uh, this week. It really does seem like China is planning to make yet even more aggressive moves. They've made more uh, threats towards Taiwan, and then we had this cyber attack that seemed innocuous, but we know it's pretty much from China. All the fingerprints are there. But word is that they're planning yet another much more damaging uh, bio attack and a cyber attack to go with it. Uh, now, right. I don't know how close we are. Her, I mean, the the sources are pretty credible. Uh, the time frame still has a lot to uh, be right. you know, concerned about. But uh, what's your thought on the possibility of a new cyber Pearl Harbor? Well, uh, what you're talking about is this Operation Bolt Typhoon, and it's it, you're right. It was very innocuous uh, the way that our intelligence services announced it. It was sort of at the end of, of business, uh, and it was sort of, by the way, we are all of our critical infrastructure was hacked by China, and that was sort of it. And we've kind of moved beyond that story. But I keep telling everybody we need to focus very clearly on this because. This wasn't just an innocuous cyber attack. This wasn't a ransomware. This was, this was the Chinese government uh, exploited a vulnerability that they detected in the Windows operating system, and they basically burrowed deep into all of the critical networks of our infrastructure. So think water treatment, 
think the energy grid, um, you know, anything that is, a, you know, banking systems. The Chinese did this sort of a la carte uh, attack in which they are believed to have been seeding the, uh, the, uh, the, the computer systems of these organizations with what are referred to as sort of electronic time bombs. Uh, basically implanting them in a very hard-to-find spot by our cyber warriors and then, uh, you know, having the ability to basically activate those those uh, poison pill attacks um, at, a, at a time of their choosing. And, it, of course, I believe that the Chinese are getting ready to make a move on Taiwan. It's going to be a lot sooner than what the Pentagon thinks. The Pentagon, General Milley, has been saying it'll be 2027, the earliest. I disagree because the Chinese cannot risk a Republican in the White House, because the Republicans tend to hold the Chinese accountable and tend to stand up to China. Um, Joe Biden, let's face it, is a Manchurian candidate, and um, he is presiding over the decline and diminishment of the United States. So this is that window of opportunity I was talking about for China. They might not be able to have a weaker leader in the White House than they do now. So they're going to look at these sort of unconventional attacks that they can deploy to weaken and confuse the Americans to such a point that we're too busy dealing with the chaos here at home that we can't deploy any kind of forces to stop a Chinese invasion of Taiwan. Yeah, uh, Scary things indeed, but a lot less scary if you can be prepared. Brandon, real quick, you've been very generous with your time. I appreciate you. Let everybody know where they can find your work, websites, uh, where they can find the book. And as long as you invite people to follow you anywhere on social media, feel free to share your handles and the platforms. Sure. Well, you can find me on Twitter, Getter, and Truth Social under the same handle, at WeTheBrandon. I'm usually on Twitter. Uh, you can get my books uh, anywhere books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, online, or in the store. Uh, and um, the, uh, my websites are thewikertreport.com, and I'm a senior editor at 1945.com. All right, Brandon, I can't wait till we get a chance to get back together again and continue the conversation. We'll have to, to book a larger block of time, and my producer's telling me this too, by the way. Uh, the conversations are good. You know stuff, as, uh, as uh, Doug put it, and uh, the listeners need to know the stuff. Thank you so much for being here. Thank Godspeed you. to you. Keep up the good work. Yep. Have a good night. Bye-bye. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Brandon Weikert, and this is the Mid-Hour Break. Take it away, Doug. This is Rachel Ehrenfeld from American Center for Democracy, also of the Soros Agenda. You are listening to Think That, Tapping the Truth. Every life we have some trouble But when you worry you make it double Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy now I thank God for free speech as Michigan hair salon owner Kristen Geiger defended her right to no longer serve those refusing to identify as either a man or a woman. Hello, I'm 
Ron Edwards. Well, today's page from the Overstoffel brought to you by Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Of course, LGBTQ plus trans bullies have been shoving their unnatural way of life down the collective throats of Americans and in the faces of little children whose parents don't even love them enough to protect them from the drag queen and trans perversion. Mm. People have literally been beaten up for calling someone either a man or a woman because they either looked like a man or a woman. Some government officials want to throw you in jail or fine you if someone looks like a man, but they identify as a woman, and you refer to them as a man because they look like a man. So maybe Kristen Geiger refusing to no longer serve mixed-up self-identifiers at her salon is a way of simply avoiding the hassle of being bullied for not knowing what the heck someone is identifying as. Let's remember, some people now identify as dogs. Before long, you might be forced to know what breed of dog they identify as. Hmm. I'm Ron Edwards. Bye now. These stocks designed specifically for people who haven't started investing yet or don't know how to do it or haven't been trained how to do it or are worried about investing in the stock market that they've never done before. It's a robo-advisor system that really simplifies the investing process. The challenge we all have is that as you work and you grow in your career, you have to put something aside for yourself when you retire around 65 years old. And the idea of Beanstalks is to simplify that whole process. In other words, Put aside 10% of your salary each week, maybe just $100, and let it go to work in the stock market for you. And what Beanstalk does is basically automate that process for you. Easy to set up. You can transfer directly to your bank account and puts it into exchange-traded funds, which are baskets of many stocks, which gives you diversification. That's the whole key. The idea that you can have this done for you weekly or bi-monthly, but the most important thing is to start now and make it so that you are putting something aside for your own retirement. Beanstalks just makes it really simple to do. Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to BlueEdgeCoffeeCrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE20 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember... Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Introducing Einstock. Drink. Conquer. Repeat. Skull. Einstock beer is a globally distributed, award-winning Icelandic craft beer. Einstock is created from the Icelandic water that flows from glaciers through lava fields and delivers some of the purest water on Earth. Knowing that beer is 95% water, we source the first and most vital ingredient from the local springs of a mountain that stands guard over the town of Akiari, just 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. Einstock beer is crafted with locally sourced ingredients, and the brewery runs from 100% renewable energy sources, geothermal, and hydropower. 
Einstock has become the number one craft beer and also the number one alcohol export from Iceland. Here in the United States, you can find Einstock beer on the shelves at retail chains like ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, Bemmo, Cost Plus World Market, HEB in Texas, Kroger, Publix, Target, Total Wine, Trader Joe's, and Whole Foods, just to name a few. So won't you raise a glass and drink, conquer, repeat, skull. Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn U.N. You have the right. I have the right. We all have the Second Amendment right. And that's the truth with Tim Tapp. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Thank you so very much for staying with us through the very quick break. Before we jump back in the action, I want to talk to you about something involving that Second Amendment right that they can't take away from you, and that is don't give up your right to be armed. You have a Second Amendment constitutional protected, God-given right to defend yourself, and that means, as laid out, you have a right to not only own but to bear arms. But you see, here's the thing. When you're avoiding becoming a victim of tyranny, when you're avoiding becoming a victim of crime, you still have to be prepared. Being prepared means that you engage in that Second Amendment right and carry your firearm. And if you're like me, you have occasionally put yourself in a corner where, you know, you get yourself a holster and you think it's going to be great. And then it's just not that comfortable. And then you start coming up with excuses not to wear the holster. So then you're not carrying. Well, what happens if that very dark day happens where you have to, you know, defend yourself, your family, your friends and neighbors? If you don't have your firearm, you're at a ridiculous disadvantage. Don't let discomfort become an obstacle to you being prepared for the worst, a day that I hope never happens. Now, you know who can help you with that? According to thousands of those thousands, let me reiterate, according to thousands of their customers, Vanish Holster can help with that. You see those same thousands of customers I'm talking about? They swear that Vanish has the most comfortable holsters Period. And Vanish holsters are designed to save you money to boot because they fit nearly all models of semi-automatic handguns, let you carry two uh, fully loaded magazines so that you are prepared for quick reloading if necessary. 
designed to work without a tactical belt, so there's that hidden expense of the tactical belt that maybe you weren't thinking about when you bought your holster. Plus, it's designed to let you carry in multiple positions, so you can decide the best way to carry, what's going to work best for you. It sounds like a pretty much a no-brainer, right? So, what I'm asking you to do, as a listener of the show, go visit Vanish Holsters and see what they have to offer. You do that by going to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Now, that backslash T-A-P-P, that's very important because you can leave it off and it'll take you. It will. You can still see everything going on. But when you use that last part, that automatically activates a $50 discount. And in the age of Bidenomics, you need to save all the money you can while you're still protecting all your God-given constitutionally protected rights. So utilize that $50 discount, but you're going to have to hurry because at the end of July, that $50 discount's going away. Don't know what it's going to look like after that. It's just a question of making sure that you take full advantage of that full $50 discount while you can. That's what I'm asking. So again, www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Do that to see what they got. Take advantage of the $50 discount if you decide to make a purchase. What could go wrong? Now – we have been trying for the last little bit to get in touch with our scheduled guest for this block, Mr. Tony Lyons. Tony is, of course, the president and publisher of Skyhorse Publishing. He's been on the show before. Uh, the company has over 10,000 books in print. He's fought the censorship of numerous books, recently including books by Woody Allen, Alan Dershowitz, and uh, a biography of Philip Roth and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Got a new book, The Real Anthony Fauci, which is the best-selling and most censored book in America. And uh, he was scheduled to join us to talk about the Biden administration and their claims to support a free press while they were over at the NATO summit, which also happened to be the same time that a report aired that Ukraine's security uh, agency was working hand-in-hand with the FBI to censor social media accounts here in the United States. We talked about that in previous broadcasts. Now, as I said, we were scheduled to be joined by Tony Lyons, but Tony's not answering the phone, not sure what's going on. Uh, Maybe something important has come up. Uh, I don't know, but regardless, we will try to reschedule Tony, and and if he does call back in uh, before it's too late – We'll try to have an abbreviated conversation with him. Uh, the guy is smart as a whip. He's a great conversationalist, and you can go back in the archives and listen to the last time that uh, he stopped in, and this would have been a great conversation too. So I'm sad for you guys that you're not going to get to hear it, and I'm sad for me that I'm not going to get to have it. <laughs> it's pretty good when uh, when Tony's on deck. and. Uh, after I pulled it up and started thinking about it, I think I gave you the wrong information at the top of the hour when I was talking about the guests because I'm pretty sure I said Dark Horse instead of Sky Horse. Now, Dark Horse, of course, is a uh, 
a comic label, which a lot of cool comics, uh, definitely not the same thing. But, you know, when I make a mistake, I am prepared to mention it. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, so since it would appear that we're not going to have the opportunity to talk with Tony, or at least in the time being it looks that way, I'll keep one eye on the camera for my producer over in the control room in the event that he does uh, log on. But I will talk to you about a backup topic that I couldn't help but chuckle when I first came across it because it's funny. It would appear that Hunter Biden is not at all happy about some of the things that the orange man who's bad, the kicker of puppies theater, babies, the climate arsonist, has been saying about him. So a lawyer for Hunter Biden has actually sent a cease and desist letter demanding that Donald John Trump stop making comments that – and listen to the way they're framing it – comments that could potentially put the first family in danger. Now, I don't recall Biden or any member of the Biden family being concerned about putting the first family in danger when it was – Donald Trump that was the president. So it seems humorous at best, especially throwing on top that uh, the Secret Service has closed their investigation in regards to the cocaine that was found in the White House with, without naming a suspect, without getting to a conclusion of what happened. And in fact, at this point, given the fact that we found out since the cocaine story broke, that this isn't even the first time that they've found drugs in the White House since Biden has taken office, mostly marijuana previous to that. Uh, it would appear to me that somebody saw white powder and thought it was either anthrax or Ryzen, some type of chemical attack, somebody trying to, to go after Joe Biden and the first family. And then when they just found out it was cocaine, they were like, oh, no, I thought we were better at hiding our illicit drugs than that. So they kind of had to, to tell the truth here. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure this would have stayed quiet. But that's not the topic we're talking about. We're talking about Abby Lowell. Abby Lowell, who represents Hunter Biden. Abby Lowell, who wrote to Donald Trump's lawyers this past Thursday, warning warning Trump's lawyers about what's going to happen if Donald Trump continues to make public statements about Abby's client. Now, if you continue to make public statements that are defamatory, and again, listen to how they're framing it, likely to incite Mr. Trump's followers to take action against Mr. Biden and which could lead to his or his family's injury. Oh, because, you know, it's only Trump supporters that are extremists, only Trump supporters that are violent, only Trump supporters that might show up and do something terrible. That's the narrative that created the whole January 6th narrative, right? That's the whole purpose. This is political. It's a political witch hunt against Hunter. 
It doesn't have anything to do with Joe. Why are you still going after Hunter? But you're putting Joe and Jill and Frank and Pepe and every other last name Biden person. It's just going to put them in danger. Lowell said in this letter, quote, this is not a false alarm. Before listing examples of violence and threats against the high-profile politicians and their family members, including the attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, at their home in San Francisco. You remember when the weird old homeless guy who was a Black Lives Matter supporter and part of a commune broke in and took a hammer to Paul? Nailed it. Is it too soon for a joke like that? Okay, so they mention Paul Pelosi's attack. Evidently, the way the attorney here plays it, it said that the man allegedly had a hit list that mentioned Biden and others. It wasn't a hit list. It was a list of people they were planning on sending strongly worded emails to. (laughs) That constitutes the same. That's how you downplay it. See, we're supposed to forget that this guy was actually a lefty. We're supposed to forget that this guy was a little out there to begin with. Probably could have used some mental health treatment. But he was a lefty and had obviously been involved with self-medicating and wasn't particularly good at. Anyway, the letter also mentions prosecutors said that a man was recently arrested near Obama's home with guns in his van after Trump posted what he claimed was the address to social media. Well, if he was claiming it was the address and the guy was close to his home, evidently that was correct. But if they're trying to claim that this was because Trump posted on True Social, you're going to need more evidence of that. I mean, sure, the two things may have happened close to the same time, but in order for there to be a causal effect, you'll need to prove that he actually follows Trump on True Social and saw that post. Because I follow Trump on True Social, but I don't often hit the Trump tab, so I don't spend near as much time seeing all the things that he's uh, truthing over there as a lot of folks do. Anyway. Back to quoting from the letter. We are just one such social media message away from another incident. And you should make clear to Mr. Trump, if you have not done so already, that Mr. Trump's words have caused harm in the past and threatened to do so again if he does not stop. Oh, I I just... I have no sympathy here, and I think that's part of why this feels like such a silly story to me. This feels like just an attack on Donald Trump for political purposes again. He's caused so much harm. Uh, Lady, I will promise you your client's father has done more harm to more people than Donald Trump could possibly do if Trump lived three more lifetimes. And as far as that's concerned, pretty sure your client, and I'm going to make 
a derogatory, possibly deflammatory statement right now about Hunter Biden. Uh, red alert for those of you who might be triggered by such an event. Hunter has facilitated cash distribution between perpetrators of bad things against America into the hands of the big guy, a.k.a. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., his daddy, the current resident at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the former vice president of the United States under Barack Hussein al-Akbar Obama, a former senator for nearly 50 years, a man who has done nothing but plagiarize, lie, and be mean to people his entire career, and yet somehow managed to garner a reputation of being a kindly, friendly, jovial, easy to get along with, nice guy who eventually transformed further into everyone's favorite grandpa, everyone's favorite, assuming that you're not a young child that's being licked by Joe Biden while, again, he was at NATO. I, there's so much to unpack from his NATO trip, I can't even begin to touch it on the show. I can't. I don't have enough time to get it. I probably will have to do like a four-hour show this weekend just to deal with everything that he did. <laughs> Doug's sending me a message that says that He's into shoulders now. That was in the news today. <laughs> He's into a lot of things. Anyway, Biden, Hunter, the adult son of Joe. He was spotted in Malibu around the time the letter was sent. This according to the Daily Mail. The letter seeks to restrain Trump's verbal attacks at a time when he's running for another term in the White House and is facing challenges, I'm sorry, facing charges in multiple investigations. The younger Biden, of course, has also drawn intense scrutiny over a federal investigation that has amounted to a plea deal for tax and gun violations that could keep him out of prison. An arrangement that still needs to be approved by a judge, but nobody suspects the judge is going to not approve it. It would be interesting to see what happens if this plea deal is rejected by the judge. I think the judge should reject the plea deal because clearly there is a set of standards that are in play here that's not commensurate with what you would expect from any other citizen of the United States. And I'm sorry, if Hunter Biden is not supposed to be a target of political talk, then he should not be the beneficiary of political position of family members. Wouldn't you say? Evidently, we're going to continue to have these discussions, but... If they think Donald Trump is going to shut up just because they sent him a threatening letter, I think they're in for a surprise. But it also might be the intention of these folks knowing that Donald Trump's not likely to stop, no matter how much his attorneys may encourage him not to. Because there's probably not a worse job on the planet than being Donald Trump's attorney. 
<laughs> it probably just isn't. I can't imagine trying to give legal counsel to a man that is going to listen to you for about as long as it takes you to give the best possible legal advice, and then he's going to stew on it a minute, and then he's going to go do the opposite. We know this is going to happen because this is what has always happened. And again, I like Donald Trump as a general rule. I do. There's a lot of aspects about Donald Trump that I'm not particularly happy about. That would be one of them. He doesn't know when to leave certain things alone, and he won't stop. So maybe this is also part of the Biden's plan to continue to get him strung up on more legal distractions to eventually force him off of the campaign trail in order to deal with his legal issues. And he's got a ton of them between the documents between the voter intimidation thing in Georgia and a possible issue here if he continues. I don't think they're going to be very successful in their efforts to, to punish Donald, but they certainly could continue to make it very difficult to run an effective and efficient campaign, which also seems kind of weird because – They've made it clear that they'd much rather run against Donald Trump than against almost any of the other Republicans seeking the nomination. Granted, DeSantis seems to be the only one really within striking distance. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy has been picking up quite a bit in the polls recently. Uh, I'm a little surprised that Tim Scott's not gaining a little bit of momentum, at least in some of the early states. Um, Nikki Haley, I think, was really only running to try to become a running mate. You know, sometimes folks get into that race. Uh, we've seen a lot of people that run in the primary and end up on the same ticket together. I think Nikki was positioning for that, thinking that she still has time later on to become president later. She certainly is capable. I like Nikki Haley overall, but is she ready for prime time? Is she ready to be the president? Probably not. But none of that's really relevant. You know what is relevant? The fact that if it wasn't for the potential political ramifications, this might have very well been the funniest joke I've heard yet. You will stop saying mean things about Hunter Biden. How about Hunter Biden stops doing stupid crap for us to say mean things about. Bad Carmen, La bad Carmen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is just about time to reset the hour. But before we do, want to remind you about a certain product that is designed to help you in the event that you might be worried about your heart, your memory, or even swollen achy joints like I was. We're talking about an Antarctic krill supplement that can help put an issue to all three of those, to help put an end to issues with all three. That's what I'm trying to say. It's been shown to support healthy blood pressure, support better circulation, supports brain health by doing those two things, and it also helps to reduce inflammation, swelling, and joint pain. Right now, there's no better time to try it for yourself. Just go to FixSwollenFeet.com and get yourself 58% off the normal price of Native Path Antarctic Krill. This krill oil is pure, it's effective, and it's easily absorbed by the body. It contains a potent antioxidant that helps to reduce inflammation eight times stronger than your average fish oil. 
So, for a limited time, you can grab Native Path Antarctic Oil for as low as $23 a bottle. That's 30 pills a month supply if you're only taking one a day. Just go to FixSwollenFeet.com and see it for yourself. One more time, that's FixSwollenFeet.com. And I'm not kidding. That is the domain name, fixswollenfeet.com. And with that, Doug, please, let's reset the hour. This is Matt Fitzgibbons from PatriotMusic.com, and you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap Into the Truth. This is Tim Tapp, the ever-so-humble and mostly peaceful host of Tap Into The Truth that you can hear right here, K-Star, ZMA, and the Vera Networks. Tim Tapp, host of Tap Into The Truth. Right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here as we dive headlong into hour number two of Tap Into The Truth. We are live tonight. It is Friday. We're having fun. Got folks hanging out in the chat room over at MeWe and the Last Frequency Group. We got folks listening live on ZMA Radio. We got folks listening at the K-Star Talk Radio Network. We got people listening over at the Last Frequency, the Vera Network, WCETFM in Columbia, South Carolina. We are blasting live worldwide. Folks are listening to uh, Irish Radio, Talk Stream Live. We're just everywhere, guys, and I am so glad you are here with us. Thank you so very much. Now, for those of you that were listening uh, to the first hour that are not late tuning into the live show, wherever you might be listening, you might have heard the brief little brand awareness PSA about Einstock beer. And uh, they are brand I am very, very, uh, very, very fond of, especially their uh, Lime Pilsner and their, uh, their White Ale. Uh, those are two very good craft beer festivals. But right now, I'm actually enjoying uh, a uh, coastal lager from Island Brands. Got an Island Coaster Lager. In this particular case, it is the Southern Peach. And I am really 
enjoying keeping it crushable right now uh that is their motto it is good stuff uh, island brands is expanding wild they've just introduced their rum uh actual rum not uh rum flavored beer or anything but they've got some great stuff oh it looks like somebody is uh, hitting uh the uh, alcohol a little early uh, down there in uh in Louisiana, my friend, uh, the crazy Cajun, uh, getting it fired up too. Anyway, I had debated about talking uh, some tonight about this actor strike, but I'm not sure I can say anything that isn't already being said. I, I nobody has any sympathy for these folks. Uh, friend dresser. Uh, I, I every time I see her, I just think of the nanny and that super annoying voice that she did there. And I know that's not who she is, but I can't get that image out of my mind. I can't take her seriously as the president of the uh, <laughs> Screen Actors Union. Uh, I I just can't. But her speech uh, was so over the top, and it also clearly demonstrates the fact that she doesn't understand math. Because if you were to take Bob, Bob Iger, the, the CEO of Disney, if you were to take his $100 million salary and divide it evenly among all the members of the union, uh, they just made themselves an extra 115 bucks. Okay, it's not a significant difference. The problem there is the model has changed. Streaming has done it. And they have got to understand that as technology continues to move forward and the model continues to be broken, that there isn't a format that really creates superstars in Hollywood anymore, then it's – until they can break that mold and get folks to show up in the theaters again for a particular actor and not just because – now they're trying to get out of the heat outside. It's not going to change. So not a lot to say there, but there is another story that I definitely want to get to before Ron joins us because this one is big. It's part of the culture's uh, war here, and it hasn't been getting the kind of attention I think it should. So I'm going to lead with this. There are health centers at two schools within the Seattle Public School District that are providing children with free gender-affirming care. Okay, you may have noticed I'm using the air quotes. You can hear it in my voice when I do it. Air quotes don't work great over the radio, but I think you can hear the sarcasm. They're providing gender-affirming care for free conveniently at the school. This according to documents that were obtained this past week by Parents Defending Education, which is a great group uh, and the fantastic folks. I've had a chance to, to talk to a couple of members. I haven't been able to get them onto the show yet. Uh, we've had some scheduling conflicts where we thought we were going to get together, and then we weren't able to. At some point, we will have someone from the group on. Uh, you still can't be real sure exactly when that's going to happen. Uh, I think the favorite thing I have going on right now about Parents Defending Education, though, is according to the Southern Poverty Law Center, they are now an extremist group. And according to certain documents at the DOJ uh, under Biden's watch, uh, they seem to be considered domestic terrorists because they are parents that actually care about actual education, not the indoctrination that the government wants to do. At any rate, 
the uh, Country Doctor Community Health Centers. Uh, actually, pretty name. I, I like it. The Country Doctor Community Health Centers uh, happens to be a local nonprofit. It operates the health centers at Nova High School and uh, Mini Middle School. Nova Wellness Center. They have a website, and at this website, it explains that uh, the wellness center at Nova provides high schoolers with, quote, no-cost, comprehensive, trauma-informed, and gender-affirming care conveniently at the school. So while the website lists gender-affirming care under its medical services, it still leaves it kind of vague as far as exactly what the specifics are in regards to the extent of the treatment options that are available to the children. And my guess is that's on purpose. They do, however, say, and uh, quoting the website again, we bill appropriate services to insurance if you have it. There are never any co-pays or co-insurance to worry about. We also offer services and support to students and families without insurance. The website makes it clear it's all right there. I, I, you can go see for yourself if you wish. Still was up uh, as of the time I went on air. Back to quoting, the Wellness Center offers a variety of physical and mental health care services. Oh, isn't that great? So despite not listing the treatments offered to children, CDCHC's website explains that its, quote, mission is to promote health in transgender, non-binary, and gender-diverse communities through ensuring equal Access to gender-affirming medications and procedures, and training staff to be trauma-informed and culturally responsive. Now, I'm really, really starting to notice, and I think you guys probably have started to see it too, this phrase trauma-informed seems to be popping up more and more frequently. I, this website's not the first place I've seen it. And over the course of the last two and a half weeks, it seems to be popping up a lot when it comes to people that are allies of the LGBTQ2 plus carrot emoji, ampersand, uh, squiggly line over Spanish letters, whatever they've added to the acronym now, and whatever is next. Every time they add something new to it, eventually they're going to just include everyone. I, I think they're actually to the point. That it really does include everyone. I mean, they've got to do all this and then eventually other. And then when you say other, that includes everyone, right? Anyway, this idea that trauma-informed means that us normal people, just by virtue of being normal and being the predominant members of you know society and the world at large, that just our existence is causing trauma. To the members of the LGBTQ whatever groups. So going back again to CDCHC's website, it states that the organization offers gender-affirming medications. Now that starts 
entering territory that is probably morally questionable and certainly should be illegal in every state in the union, but we know there's only a few states that are trying to make that happen. We're talking about estrogen. We're talking about androgen blockers. We're talking about testosterone. We're talking about hormone treatments and puberty blockers. That's what we're talking about when we say gender-affirming medications. They know that. We know that. But they still use euphemistic language so that they can hide behind it and not be very specific because then they might have to answer some hard questions that they don't want to. They do, however, admit that they offer hormone therapy for adolescents and specialty referrals to younger patients as needed. The clinic does not currently offer puberty blockers, according to what it says. But again, hormone therapy, and there's a reason they choose those words too. They're choosing the words therapy because there are legitimate medical treatments that require hormone adjustments. Now, that's rare, and it's is that red herring the same as when the leftists make the argument about abortion and they start talking about uh, cases of incest in the life of the mother? Uh, that makes up such a small, small statistical percentage of what abortions take place that it is practically a non-factor, which is also why so many states – that have passed laws that restrict abortions still make exceptions for incest, rape, and life of the mother. Uh, I don't know of a single state that doesn't provide an exception for life of the mother, and I'm, I really don't know of any states that don't also include exemptions for incest. I'm pretty sure there's not any that doesn't offer an exemption for rape. Doug says, Louisiana, we, we make no exceptions for anything. You got pregnant, you're having that baby. <laughs> uh, he, even if it's not your fault? He, I, I don't I don't know. At any rate, life with a mother is still offered by every state in the union. It doesn't matter. So it's a red herring argument. Or you have to go out of state. Uh, it's a red herring argument. It, it's thrown in there to try to add an emotional tinge to make it seem as if, well, there is a legitimate reason for health and science that we might need to do this. Uh, yeah, okay, so you got your legitimate reason. But that's not what you're doing here, and you know it. Oh, and we don't offer puberty blockers. These hormone treatments uh, injected at certain times still act as puberty blockers to an extent. You're still messing with the bodies. And the brains, you're interfering with development, and you're doing things that, if you apply them early enough, make for permanent changes. We know what they're doing. Now, additionally, yeah, because yeah, there's more, the services they offer include, quote, referrals for gender-affirming surgeries. So we can't do it. Certainly you're not going to do it here at the school, but we know who will, and we'll send you to them. Just ask. Just say, hey, I think I'd like to 
surgically mutilate my body, and we'll make sure it happens. Yes, the center can also assist patients with obtaining medical health letters of support for gender-affirming procedures and referrals, basically saying that we can find a psychiatrist somewhere that'll just rubber stamp a letter uh, letting the whole world know that you really should go get your body surgically mutilated regardless of what anyone else thinks about it. Now, to be fair, it's unclear if all of the CDCHC's medical services are offered at the school's clinics, but based on reading the website, it certainly seems like all of the gender-affirming stuff is. Additionally, documents that were obtained by the uh, Parents Defending Education uh, revealed that, according to SPS, quote, staff should not disclose the student's transgender or gender X status to others unless, one, legally required to do so, or two, the student has authorized the disclosure. Now, in states like Oregon and Washington and California, who are they legally required to uh, make these acknowledgments to now? Haven't all these West Coast states passed laws stating that you're not required to disclose it to a parent? They need to be passing laws in the other direction. But isn't that the direction they've gone? Quoting again from the papers here, contacting the parents slash guardians of a transgender or gender X student, and it is unclear whether the student asserts the same gender identity at home, it is best practice to avoid using gender pronouns. Right. When asked whether the CDCHC directly provides students with, quote, gender reaffirming care, a spokesperson for the Seattle Public Schools told local TV station KOMO that, quote, community health care agencies independently operate school-based health centers in spaces provided by Seattle Public Schools, meaning uh, we offer up the space for the clinic we don't actually decide what happens there. Now, the Seattle Public School spokesperson also added that the district does not, quote, supervise or participate in the provision of healthcare services in these clinics. So, yeah, again, what I just said, only they said it. Uh, we want this to happen, but we let these other medical professionals do all the medical stuff so our hands are clean our conscience is clear we're just following the science the medical science of the ridiculousness that they're talking about quoting again still these clinics provide students with access to comprehensive primary care and behavioral health services. 
access to these services enables the early intervention, prevention, and treatment of health-related barriers to learning with the goal of promoting school attendance and improved academic performance. Because everybody knows that if you get yourself chemically castrated or you get yourself surgically mutilated, your test scores are going to shoot up. Why shoot? I'm sure that there is a good number of students of color that all you have to do is remove their testicles, and the next thing you know, they're going to be scoring on their SATs like an Asian. Right? <laughs> this is how ridiculous this is. Well, we're just doing this because we want to help improve their academic performance. This doesn't help their academic This ruins lives, people. This ruins lives, health-related barriers. If, if they're suffering from malnutrition because their parents are poor and aren't feeding them enough, get them some food. <laughs> Doug, meanwhile, is prepared to offer gender-affirming care, and he's I think he just chased off the co-producer uh, out of fear of how that gender-affirming care, a pair of shears, is <laughs> uh, currently being uh, operated in a threatening manner. I'm just glad there is some distance between the control room and where I'm currently broadcasting from. <laughs> but yes, gender-affirming care in Louisiana uh, provided by uh, the Crazy Cajun. And it, a lot less than most uh, doctors will charge, I assure you. <sighs> yeah, I mean, seriously, promoting attendance and improved academic performance. School-based healthcare centers follow all applicable laws and regulations pertaining to the provisions of health care, including those related to parental consent and patient confidentiality. You see, in places like Seattle, parental consent is not on par with patient confidentiality if the patient is seeking some type of transitional treatment. If this is going to be permitted outside medical service providers operating clinics on school grounds, then it needs to be made clear that there is a certain limit to what is permissible for children. That is who they're going to be treating. So they can make standard policies right off the bat. Should there be uh, penicillin available for those teenagers in high school that have already gotten active? Yes. Should there be preventative steps available to help prevent unwanted pregnancies? Preventative, yes. Once a child's conceived, no. Abortion on demand, the murder of pre-born baby humans, is not preventative. <clears throat> it's reactive. Leave it to the people on the left to constantly misconstrue the value of human life, mostly because they don't value any life other than their own. Leave it to the fine folks of Seattle, Washington, to decide that gender-affirming care should be easily accessible to students on campus without the need to inform parents, and that, I promise you, is the number one reason why a lot of this is being offered at no cost. 
the indoctrination has gone from threatening of the mind to now threatening of the body. The indoctrination has gone to complete control the remainder of your life because, again, once you go down this road, much like the title of the movie that AMC canceled and we talked about a couple of weeks ago, there is no way back. You are now officially a medical patient for the remainder of your life. Whether you just do the hormonal treatments or if you undergo full-blown chemical castration through puberty blockage or if you do the most dangerous, most hazardous, and most invasive of these surgical mutilations, there are things that must be done to your body from that point forward to make you continue appear even quasi like you wish to appear. Just ask Jazz. She doesn't, he, he that now looks and acts like a she doesn't want to undergo the constant visits to the freaking follow-up medical clinic and certainly doesn't want to have to continue to open up the wound that is meant to be, what is the, the term the left use now? The bonus hole. The bonus hole. These people have so lost their minds. They even get worked up over somebody using the, the phrase colored person instead of people of color, when grammatically, it means the exact same thing. And calling somebody colored, it's not like using the N-word. It's not even close. It's just become passe, outdated, not the common vernacular. And some people might now be offended by it, but there's an entire generation of people of color, that that's still their preferred verbiage when describing themselves. It was initially taken on shortly after uh, the Civil Rights Movement as their descriptor of power. But we have to twist the words. We have to change the meanings, and, and they can't ever mean the same thing twice uh, because the left doesn't want it to mean the same thing twice. But Regardless of all that, I promise you, boys and girls, there's a reason why I'm talking about Nova High School and Mini Middle School. Because if it's happening there, it's happening in a lot of places. Same warning I gave when we were talking about Loudoun County, Virginia. Same warning uh, when we were talking about Ohio school systems. Same warning I keep giving you about almost every bad school story we talk about. You notice they happen in a lot of different places. This is happening in a lot of places. If you aren't paying attention to what's going on in the school that your child or your grandchild is attending, you better start because this is the type of grade A bovine excrement that's being dropped all over the place. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to visit our friends over at 4 That's the number four. Patriots.com. Be prepared because you may need to start homeschooling. You may need to get off the grid just to get away from these crazy people. Be prepared. Be self-sufficient. Uh, we're talking about gardening. We're talking about water filtration. We're talking about backup emergency electricity. We're talking about survival food. Uh, we're talking about just making the most of your life without depending on anybody else. The number four. 
patriots.com. Don't forget to use promo code TAP, that's T-A-P-P, at checkout. Save yourself 10%. Time for our mid-hour break. I'm Ron Edwards, host of the Edwards Notebook, and you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap Into the Truth. Recently, an unprovoked lunatic brandished a firearm and for no reason opened fire on patrons exiting an entertainment district establishment in downtown Cleveland at 2.30 a.m. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. A thuggish lunatic recently shot nine people as they were leaving a downtown Cleveland establishment. First of all, thanks to great police work, the criminal was nabbed by the long arm of the law. But Cleveland Mayor Justin Bibbs' main focus has been all about going after the Ohio State Legislature because law-abiding sovereign citizens are not prohibited in the Buckeye State from owning firearms and using them for protection. If the mayor had his wits about it, he would be heading up efforts to go hard after criminals, not clamoring for gun control on the people who do not misuse their firearms. If gun control was the solution, then Chicago would not be living up to the leftist goal of being a kill zone. Dear listener, the reintroduction of high moral standards and enforcing them beginning with little children would go a long way toward making our cities safe again. Not gun control lunacy. I'm Ron Edwards. Bye now. Second goal is a protective headgear company with a patented line of impact-reducing products. At Second Skull, we focus on head protection as our only priority so that we can be the absolute best at it. With an estimated 2.8 million Americans sustaining a traumatic brain injury each year and a half a million children being treated in the ER each year for a head injury, there have been recent declines in athletic participation levels. We believe that concerns and fears of head injuries are factors contributing to these declines in activity levels. Second Skull has protection for every sport and for every athlete. Our product line of thin, lightweight, breathable, and practical solutions are each tested at independent and accredited laboratories. These products are patented and proven. Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to BlueRidgeCoffeeCrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE20 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember... Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Hello, my name is Tyler Boone, singer-songwriter and founder of the award-winning homegrown Boone's Bourbon label out of Charleston, South Carolina. Under just four years, Boone's Bourbon has been awarded some incredible awards, such as the Platinum Los Angeles, Double Gold New York, Gold Las Vegas, Silver Denver, and also named Top Six in the World in Forbes. While also being featured in Rolling Stone magazine, Billboard magazine, American Songwriter, and we're also now available in 24 states all across the country. 
So Boone's bourbon is a high-proof, cash-strength bourbon at 117 proof. We are 75 corn, 21 rye, 4 barley, and at our price point, we're beating the competition at $40 in the retail stores. Boone's Bourbon is a family-owned business out of Charleston, South Carolina with my father, Mick Boone. Cheers, and we hope to see you soon. Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn U.N. You're listening to Tap Into The Truth. This is Matt Fitzgibbons. This is Amy Hallam. This is AZ. Sharing the night together. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are now at the bottom of the last hour of the show. We're nearly into the weekend. It's already started for some of us. Uh, I think Doug is uh, well into his weekend already. (laughs) We are uh, having a blast tonight. Did miss one of our guests, but guess what? We have with us on the line Mr. Ron Edwards. He is the purveyor of the Edwards Notebook. He's the host of the Ron Edwards American Experience. But before I bring him on, I do need to remind you that the surest path to tyranny is to give up your guns. The fastest way to become a victim of crime is to not have your firearm on you when you need it. And like you... I myself have made a mistake as a gun owner. I picked out a holster that was so uncomfortable that I stopped carrying for a while. That's a huge mistake. If you're so uncomfortable that you're not carrying, you are at such a huge disadvantage out there as far as legally carrying. Don't make that mistake. Listen to what thousands of customers of Vanish Holster have to say. According to them, Vanish is the most comfortable holster, period. And Vanish helps you to save money because they're designed to carry two, not just one, but two magazines so you can make quick reloads if necessary. It's designed to fit almost all semi-automatic handguns, so you don't have to worry about, I need a holster for this one, I need a holster for that one. Also designed to work without a tactical belt, so that's one of those hidden expenses that we don't always think about when we're getting a holster. And it's also designed to allow you to carry in multiple positions. So, if one position doesn't really work great for you, but another one works really well, there you go. Back to that most comfortable holster, period. So, here's what I'm asking you to do. As always, when it comes to the sponsors of the show, I'm not going to give you the hard sell. I'm going to let the product sell itself. I'm just going to ask you to go visit the folks over at Vanish Holsters and see for yourself. Now, you're going to do that by going to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Now, that backslash T-A-P-P, very important, because when you use that, you automatically activate a $50 discount if you decide to make a purchase. And in the age of Bidenomics, who doesn't need to save money? Nobody I know. 
So again, that's www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Save yourself 50 bucks. Get yourself a holster. But hurry. Time is of the essence. That $50 discount is going away at the end of July. Time is running out. Take full advantage while you can. Pretty sure there'll still be a discount after that, but it's not going to be $50 anymore. Don't miss your opportunity okay with all that said ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the show my friend a great american patriot and purveyor of just general good information ladies and gentlemen mr ron edwards ron thank you so much for joining us tonight how the heck are you my friend doing very well thanks uh, for for inviting me glad to be back and uh yeah it's it's always an honor to be on your show all right. Well, it's an honor to get to have you here. I, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, and what I want to do right now real quick so that we're not pressed against it and so I don't accidentally forget later, go ahead right now and let everybody know where they can find your work and where they can find you on social media. Well, you can uh, find my, my work every day at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific on K-Star Talk Radio and other outlets. Uh, it's the Ron Edwards American Experience. We have a great time. Great guests, um, and of course, uh, you know we just uh, enjoy doing what we're doing. And uh, man, the show, in fact, is growing. Um, so you tune in and enjoy. Also, you can catch me on Facebook. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be there because I, I, you know, they continue to. Whenever you get to a certain amount of followers, they, they, they the, the, the control freaks whittle them, whittle them down, and people are actually coming back to him and saying, "Hey." Why did you block me out or why did you, you you knock me off? And I never did any such thing, but they actually do that. But folks can find me on Getter. Um, you can also find me. Oh, boy, where I hardly ever go to those other social sites right now. But you can find me on Getter at Ron E. America, um, American Experience. And um, well, I used to be on Twitter. They knocked me off of there. I used to be on YouTube. They told me uh, I, they shut my uh, my situation down there. So it's pretty small right now uh, on social media. You you are still on True Social too, though, right? Oh yeah, uh, I'm still there and and Rumble too. But uh, I, like I said, I haven't been on social media that much, with the exception of Getter and MeWe. Yep. Well, you know, I, I don't blame you. It, it's it's hard to develop enough time. When you do what you do in particular, it's tough to make a, enough time to balance the work, the family, and then still spend time directly engaging on multiple platforms. So uh, it is almost a case where I think it's better for a host like yourself uh, and me too to, to just kind of pick a favorite. You know, we can still share up on others, but if we're going to engage, we need to engage on one that really is suited to us. And you know what? I, I think Gutter does uh, serve you very well. I, I think it's a good fit for you, sir. So I, I think you're in a good spot there. All right. Uh, let's get on with some news-related opining, shall we? Uh so many things, so many things going on. It was really hard to narrow down a topic, but I, I think I decided if we were going to talk about anything, I really wanted to get your take on these uh, California elected officials 
who decided that they didn't like the idea of making child trafficking a serious felony, although I've yet to figure out what's the difference between a felony and a serious felony. I guess only in California do you have such ridiculous uh, certifications for legal uh, status. But uh, they kind of ended up with some remorse because a lot of people kind of think child trafficking's bad, even a lot of folks that tend to vote Democrat. So they had to go back. They had to reverse course. But clearly not a decision they wanted to make. In fact, several of them were still defending their initial vote, even though they made changes. How much of this is being fueled by uh, the light on the issue that's being shown by the new movie Sound of Freedom? Well, the California... Democrats and um, Democrats, I would say 98% of Democrats are in favor of going to bed with babies, selling them for prostitution, killing them through abortion, anything that harms children, that's what they are in favor of, Um, indoctrinating them in the classroom so that our nation just self-deteriorates, breaks down the family, anything that is destruction. So it was destructive, rather. I was not surprised. I was not surprised. I was like, oh, okay, because you know that's what they support, and they always have. I know a lot of people like to say, well, 30 or 40 years ago, Democrats weren't like that. Yes, they were. They just were not in a position to push it out as openly as they do. If you go back, Lyndon Baines Johnson, he was a dirtbag, used to bang black Females under the steps of the uh, of the of the Capitol and, and things like that. They've always been dirtbags. FDR uh, and his lesbian wife. I mean, they've always been creeps. They're just more open with it now because they have a larger percent of of Americans in general who are immoral. And um, there's just enough moral people in California. There was a backlash, a bit of a backlash. And so now, after rejecting the original Republican-led bill. I read today that uh, the California Democrats are coming forth with a bill to make it more uh, stringent against those who are um, participating in child trafficking and, and the like in California. So it, it, it's it, they're just evil people, man. And we just have to face it that they're that's what they are. They're on that side. And we just have to get our wits about us, uh, about us and figure out a way to defeat them before our country is utterly destroyed from within. Yeah. Now, I mean, clearly, they don't like uh, the light being shown on them. They uh, like being in the dark. And you're right. There's a lot of people that are way more out in the open about their predilections, their unsavory desires, their unholy uh, pursuit of carnal pleasure at at the harm of others. It, it doesn't matter. They do not look at other human beings as being human. They degrade the value of life. They degrade the value of the soul. And mm-hmm. it is good that there was a pushback, and it's still not going to be strong enough, as you well pointed out. But do you well, think there would have been – I'm sorry. Go ahead. Can I give you a quick example of what I'm talking about, of how immoral uh, Democrats are? Yeah. With your permission, yesterday, um, I, I can't call him president, uh, Uncle Joe Biden mm-hmm. was at a gathering with, I think it was in Finland. 
was it yesterday or the day before? Anyway, it was in Europe. I don't want to get the nation wrong. And there was a couple there with their baby. You know what that idiot? No, he's not an idiot. That evil snake did. Now, he walks up to strangers. And you know how a horse or a camel, you know how their lips like they're, they're trying to nibble at something? Uncle Joe Biden was nibbling on the back of a baby of a stranger couple that he walked up to. They're so open. I don't know if you saw that, but it was on it was on it was on the news. Um, uh, I think it was Newsmax or one of them. And I said, you know, I, I, I and my wife, in fact, she called me in on it. And I looked at it. I said, I'm not surprised. I don't know why you're acting. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. I don't understand why even she even was so surprised. I'm like, that's what they are. He's been a freak. He he showered with his own little 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 girl. Um, And this is what we're up against. These people are tragically evil. And I, I look at Joe Biden and the Democrats in the same way as I would if I were to to go outside and I were to see a rat, a fat rat in my garage. I, and, and I would, you know what I would want to, what I would have to do. That's the way I look at Democrats today and rhinos who allow it to happen. People like Mike Pence. Yeah, I, I did see the, the video footage of the nibbling event. Scared that poor little girl to death. Uh, the mother that was holding the child seemed to be more interested in her phone uh, when it was going on. Uh, I, guy that was there nearby, I'm presuming not the father because I think a father would have probably had a very different reaction. But uh, the the men that were closest by uh, seemed to be laughing at it. They thought it was funny. Uh, it, it is absolutely horrific, though, because he didn't know that kid. And sadly, the the mainstream legacy media and every current federal office holder with a D at the end of their name are going to play this off like, well, he was just trying to be playful with the young kid and blah, blah. Nah, that is not what's happening there. And you're absolutely right to point that out as an example. Uh, it's just what kills me is we keep seeing that most of America wants to see a return to good uh, policy, to to good principles and moving back in the right direction uh, of light and godliness. We we see that thanks to to the success of movies like Sound of Freedom. I, I mentioned it a minute ago. I think the fact that Sound of Freedom has been in the news so much is part of why so many people in California recognize for what it was. I think the reason so many Democrats voted against that bill in the first place is because they're trying to play the long game and say everything involving child trafficking is just a QAnon conspiracy theory because that's something that's worked for them in the past. But when it comes right down to it, we know there's evil in the world. We're seeing it more and more. And thankfully, more and more people are awakening to it. Just not enough, fast enough for my taste. What's your take? I'm with you on that. And here's one more thing. In the Christian, let's 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 pull the circle into the Christian realm. If America is to be restored, it's up to us, the us believers. And you know what we're going to have to do? I thought that many of us did it. And I thought the number was large enough. 
But we're going to have to repent. As a, as a people of God, we're going to have to openly repent and ask God's forgiveness for what, hath, what we have wrought in this nation. And, yeah, the seeds of what's going on today were planted before you and I were born. But that's the thing. We are suffering, or at least observing, the suffering of the nation because of those seeds were not stamped out. We allowed civil bastardized rights and, and things that came out of that and all these other things that make no difference as far as um, improving the quality of life for anyone, black or white or yellow or whatever color they want to be. Um, and we have to do that. And, and, and I think if we go to, you know, Second Chronicles 7.14 says that. If you will pray, you will ask for forgiveness, seek my forgiveness sincerely, I will hear from heaven and heal your land. If that's not going to happen, we are done. We, there is something, there is specificity to that. The reason why the founding fathers were able to succeed in setting this nation up was because Unlike what a lot of people like to say today, because because of the, of the incurably ignorant masses, most of the founding fathers were believers. And even the non-believers still promoted the working principles inculcated in, in, the, in the Holy Bible. They recognized it. And they said, hey, you know what? The stuff works. And so today we keep allowing people like Joe Biden and many others to have their way in bumping away principles that work, and at the same time, what, what makes it more insulting is that preachers are not standing by these principles that they're supposed to stand on and speak from their pulpits on. Most of them, and it's not even, I used to think, Tim, it was because of cowardice. No, it's not about cowardice. Most of these pe people that call themselves pre preachers are out-and-out out deceivers. Many of them are even paid by the government, the CIA, which has infiltrated the churches and knocked out hardcore, good moral teaching. And if you don't have that, and it's like wastewater, no wonder people are going to walk away. And then you don't have that standard anymore, which makes the government happy. So when they do things like have cocaine in the White House, and the and and the the security of oh we 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 don't know whose it was oh my god cameras all over the place one of the most guarded places on the entire planet oh we just don't know because they and they know we know that they know who did it but they're like basically saying but you, what you gonna do we don't care and they know that we have to show them that we are as cray cray for what is right as they are cray cray for what is evil and let the showdown of the OK Corral happen. We are at an OK Corral moment in history in this country. And it's either our side's going to win, Tim, or their side is going to win. You know, PG time is over. You have punks like Pence, Tim Scott, squishy on the issues. Tim Scott, he punked around on the deportation issue. Uh, Pence punked around on, on even more things than that. I'm talking about the interviews they did with Tucker Carlson. You know, yeah. Pence with his lying behind, walking around, acting like he's a Christian. Give me a break. So until we get serious 
and say, you know what, we're willing to go through whatever the founding fathers, because it's, it's basically coming down to a refounding of this nation, Tim. The old America is dead, okay? The greatness of America is dead, and, the, and we're living on the rubble of it. Now, do we want the full manifestation of the rubble to, to take forth, or are we willing to stand up as men and women and fight back? Because I'm going to tell you this, Tim, if we don't, within the next coming months, do as I say, get cray-cray in this, we're going to lose everything anyway. The jobs will be gone. Electricity will be gone. Gas will be gone. These people are on, these people are on the muscle against everything that makes our life convenient, good, productive, and fulfilling. If you don't believe me, look what they've done to San Francisco, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, my friend. You guys have it pretty good in Tennessee. They want all that good wholesomeness wiped out. Look what they did to Memphis. What, look what they're doing to Nashville. And that, But as bad as Memphis is, is that is nothing compared to what they have coming down the pike if we don't stand up and get cray-cray now. I'd rather be cray-cray now, and we have to deal with whatever losses and gains we get in the struggle now than to just exist on my knees until they decide to come in and de decapitate us. And when I say decapitate, I don't mean they're all, we're all going to get our heads cut off, but we'll be starved out. Food production is already at the level of 1917. Uh, Michigan lost 400 farms in 2022. Two and a half million illegals were let loose in this nation over the past year and a half. Two and a half million. Out of the total of five, over five million let in. And this is since Uncle Joe's gotten it, was, in, was, was selected. Wasn't voted in, he was selected. So, we, it, you know, it, it's, 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 very horrible potential, but there's very good potential. And I speak this way because I believe this is where we're at. We still have a chance. It's a thin chance. The chance keeps getting thinner. And I just pray that we will get up one day and just say, you know what? We're done. Because if we don't, we're going to be gone anyway. Your company that you work at will be de depreciated. Everything. They're chipping away. It, 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 when I look at some of the things that I took for granted, oh, man, America, this, that, and the other, da-da-da-da, uh-uh. 41 nations have said, you know what, we're going to dump the dollar because we want a gold-backed economy. We want our, our monies, our individual monies to be backed by gold because this retard, this retard and his minions are, and, uh, Janet Yellen, that retard, Oh, she's a retard. You mentioned gold to her; she probably would would would, would go go be need to be thrown into a rubber room. These people are so anti-correct when it comes to even the monetary system. So yeah, it, it's cray cray time, Tim. I, I'm sorry to keep babbling on like this, but we are in an emergency, a state of emergency, and most people don't even realize it. Yeah. Well, you know, we're being pacified with entertainment and we're being pacified with uh, jokes about uh, how bad the president is and memes about how bad the current 
resident at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is. So we get to laugh at it and chuckle at it and ignore the fact that it is at a critical state. Uh, as you pointed out, we have these people literally uh, giving us a double-barreled uh, freaking uh, – <laughs> Uh, unfriendly uh, salute as they flip us off because like you said oh well uh, we know stuff we know you know we know stuff but we're going to lie to you anyway because what are you going to do about it yeah they don't care what we see anymore because they are afraid uh, Ron you know the problem with you coming on at 8.30 is it is 9 o'clock way too fast <laughs> we are already out of time so uh, again thank you so much for joining us tonight and uh, as always, sir, keep up the great work. I appreciate uh, your show. I appreciate your message. And I appreciate everything you do to try to help keep this country on track. Thank you, sir. Vice versa. Uh, I appreciate your show. T tip, tap into the troop is awesome. You keep up the good work as well. And uh, keep fighting. And, hey, we may meet uh, in, in battle somewhere. You know, it, it's, 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 it's getting that crazy. I know you think, boy, he, he might. you think Ron's gone over the edge here. No, the country's gone over the edge. <laughs> and um, until we meet again, my friend. All right. Thank you, sir. God bless. Godspeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is Ron Edwards. He was on fire tonight, as he usually is on his own show. Be sure to check it out. Also visit theronedwards.com. And... Uh, before we go, I do have to mention one more quick time about today's final sponsor because, you know what, i got to sneak him in each hour. That's, that's kind of the deal. So Ron's worried about meeting in battle. You know what happens in battle? Sometimes you get hurt. Are you going to count on uh, the current medical profession to take care of you? Probably not the best idea. So what you really want to do is take your health into your own hands. So if you happen to be worried about your heart, your memory, swollen, achy joints – I got an Antarctic krill supplement that could possibly help put an end to issues with all three. It's been shown to support healthy blood pressure, circulation, brain health, as well as reduce inflammation. No better time to try it for yourself. Just go to FixSwollenFeet.com. Save yourself 58% right now on Native Path Antarctic Krill Oil. It is bioavailable like nothing else. Contains potent antioxidants. Just go to FixSwollenFeet.com. Now. That's got to be it for tonight. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being here. Remember, don't take my word for it. Definitely don't take those guys' word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort, and most importantly, use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth. Have a great weekend, everybody.
is using both hands. Is using both hands. Well, I prefer the 308 to the tiny 223. Gives me more than a thousand yards to take my family. Is using both hands. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.